you know, you know like, me and Luca are the same, same build, right? The same height and pretty much same weight. Fuck, he looks so much better on a basketball court than <laughs> he does. Does I, like looked, I, I was curious, right? Because we're both like two meters, like right. I was yeah. curious. I was like, how much does he weigh? Because he was looking. There was a picture after that game when the boy was looking thick. <laughs> the boy was looking. Thick. He's listed. He's listed at listed. He's listed at one hundred four. That boy's not one hundred four. Nah, that boy no is way. like easily one ten. And we are back. Welcome back to Fifth and Dribble. You are here with your uh, resident delinquents, Matty B and Locke. What's happening? Not much, brother. What is doing? Have a good weekend. Uh, yeah, pretty good weekend from what I remember. Uh, yeah, that phone we- call, that phone call about two a.m. on the Sunday morning sounded was- like it was a good weekend, mate. Bro, that was half on the walk back from the venue as uh i convinced ella that it was a 20 minute walk it was not typical uh maddie b Rupp's we fashion. have all it was been there before with maddie b he's 45 a minute walk <laughs> oh she doesn't walk either no nah, i mean it was okay because it was all down like it was from for those in the area it was from the bull and bush to to where we live so uh it wasn't actually it wasn't go too on bad. give the listeners to your give the listeners your house address go on Number, postcode, everything, uh, go on your It bitch. is number 69, Ligma Street in uh, Sugma Vale. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's um, – no, it wasn't too bad. It was only about a 45-minute walk, so it was pretty good. I, uh, I was pretty sober by the end of it. A few pisses were had along the way, uh, maybe an up chuck or two. But, no, it was good. It was good. It was a good weekend. What about you, my friend? Not much. Had a main Also, fuck. what the fuck were you doing up at 2 o'clock in the morning when I called you? <laughs> Mate, I was having an Uber driver absolutely ruin my night. Yeah, that's what I was always. doing. I had an Uber driver. Just, Sounds like you, you were know, in the city, my friend. I was in the city, and we were trying to get the Uber driver to take us to the rocks. And, uh, sorry, um, yeah, to the rocks, yeah. And for some reason, he decided, I'm just going to fucking go on the Harbour Bridge. Why not? And it was absolutely like heading westbound, and it was just, we ended up jumping out. I told him, I yeah. said, brother, pull over. And he pull over, pulled over, done. and I was like, this is not the right way. He's like... I'm sorry, boss. Something's gone wrong. And I was like, there's too much. Was uh, Mate, I. Hey, sorry, boss. So sorry. We're, we're, we're inclusive here, so I'm not getting yeah, well, I'm not saying we're, we're inclusive. inclusive so he was what he was. He was an Uber driver. Uh, <laughs> I'll let you paint your picture. And he um, he said, boss, there's something wrong here. I said, boss, I think there is something wrong here. <laughs> I grabbed I grabbed um, our close personal friend, Hendo. Grabbed him yeah. out of the Uber, said, we're getting the fuck out of here. Jumped out of the Uber. He says, bye, have a great night. And I just, we we just hoofed it. The Hoof Express. Hoofed it. The Hoof, the Hoof Express. Express. But besides that, it was a good time. It was a mate's bucks. No more will be said because that is the same. We don't want to get cancelled. Yeah. We do I'm not want to get cancelled. getting into what happened. We because, are past episode because, 20, but we're not getting cancelled Because he, he is a good friend and I do not want to ruin that marriage before it starts. No, I would not want to either <laughs> after hearing some of the stories off air. Um, all right. So today we're going to get pretty well, like just face deep in the NBA. I mean, there's not much doing in the NRL. Joey Leilua has come out and says Joey Leilua shit. Uh, we've been saying shit about the West Tigers every time we do it in our role podcast. So I just, I feel like we don't need to go down that road really. No, mate, if, if we, if we stopped and did a segment about any time someone calls out the Tigers, mate, we'd never get, we'd never get anything else done. Nah, never, mate, never. Um, so let's just 
dive straight into the NBA. Um, I have a question. This is really going to be like a really big question time episode, my friend. Like we didn't get to question time on Thursday. You alluded to it. Let's get to question time. And also speaking of question time, Nobody left us a voicemail. How many times are we going to have yeah, that? Bro, are, you on, Hall of Fame is going begging. are you not sick of us asking? This is getting ridiculous. Plug, plug, plug the plugs, mate. Go ahead. Do your thing. it is anchor.com forward slash... Anchor.fm, you fucking idiot. to the anchor. <laughs> Tell the listeners where to find the voice. Uh, It is anchor.fm. That's fm slash bit and dribble. Uh, I can see why you didn't find it because .com is the go-to. If you go into anchor.com, it's wrong. Maybe we should start a a WhatsApp or something. For sending you to anchor.com, I am very sorry. It is, in fact, anchor.fm. Okay, so he will now have to come back on his. It has to be an amazing voicemail. Just any voicemail might get into the Hall of Fame. Now you know where to find You have no excuses. Matt knows, I know, you know. You better find one and leave one. If Locke knows, everyone should know. He's the last guy to find out this shit. Um, I didn't even realize we had a pod until four episodes in. (laughs) Matt just dropped his mic in front of me and started chatting shit. Uh, Also, um, obviously, like, find us at Fifth and Dribble on Twitter and on Instagram. There are two main places. And, uh, I mean, if you're, you're listening to us, so you found us on your normal podcasting platform, but you can find us on any podcasting platform if you feel like looking at a different background for some unknown reason. And tell two friends. Please tell two friends. That's your homework. That's your homework for this week. Tell two friends. Yep. Tell two friends. The more friends you you suggest, the higher you will be in the Hall of Fame. You need us anyway, so we'll be here for you. (laughs) Very true. Very true. All right. Well, as I said, we're just going to get face deep into the the NBA. So um, I do have a big overall, a few questions for you before we get to actual question time, right? Is Evan Mobley already better than DeAndre Ayton? Oh, shit. Is he already better? Or is it a product of good numbers on a shit team? So let me read out their lines to you and I'll let you contemplate. All right. So DeAndre Ayton is 23 years old, 6'11, 250, obviously, right? He's averaging close to 30 minutes per game. He's on 14 points per game on 58 and 25 splits. He's averaging just over 11 rebounds a game, one assist, just shy of one and a half steals and less than a block a game. All right. Evan Mobley, he's three years younger, 6'11 as well, but 215. He's a bit lighter on his feet. He's at 35, near 35 minutes per game. He's at near 15 points per game on 52 and 24 three-point percentage, eight rebounds a game, two and a half assists, one steal, almost one and a half blocks and go. Fucking asking loaded questions. Look at this. Loaded questions. All the numbers uh, are in front of you. Right? I know you got an issue with numbers, so I put them all in front of you. <laughs> numbers, letters, everything. You know. <laughs> um, look, honestly, I think Aiton is still better as of right now. Mm-hmm. If I was to take one guy for right now, I'd probably take Aiton. Like what he's doing in under thirty minutes is really efficient. It's really good. His his field goal percentage is unbelievable. Almost sixty percent from the field. You know. Hmm. Um, and I think that would, I think he would only look a lot better if he didn't have guys like Devin Booker and Chris Paul in front of him. Okay. I think yeah. if, if, I think if DeAndre Ayton was on the Cavs, 
he wouldn't be looking as good as Mobley looks, but he'd be looking good. I think in I think in two years it's a different story. I think once Mobley fills out a bit more, his ceiling is unfucking believable. Mm. Yeah, I completely like agree with you. He's twenty years old, and he he could be the best player on a championship team. Whereas I don't mm. know if DeAndre Ayton could be. And if yeah. I had to give one of them the the five year max right now, say something happens, I don't know. Everyone's a free agent. Comes down, you can choose Ayton or you can choose Mobley. Five year max. I'm choosing Mobley. Yeah, 100%. without a doubt in my mind. But as of right now, I think Aiton is probably the better player. But I don't think it'll be that way for long. Yeah, as I yeah, I was gonna say if if you make me, you know, the new GM in Vegas or Seattle or wherever they're gonna put this new team or new two teams, because I think that there's enough talent in the league, you could throw two teams in there and it would still be a very even league, right? But if it if I got to build my franchise around one of these guys, I'd be choosing Mobley a thousand times over. Mm-hmm. Because to be giving this kind of production, and we talked about it, what was it, last show or a couple of shows ago, that the versatility know, that this man has on his feet to be guarding a guy like Damian Lillard out on the mm. out on the perimeter and then chase him into the paint and, and block the shot himself in crunch time, like that's that's unbelievable. You know what I mean? And and he's been so influential that it's also a byproduct of him playing power forward versus DeAndre Ayton playing center. DeAndre Ayton doesn't have a Jarrett Allen next to him. So DeAndre Ayton is relied on a lot more. I mean, you look at it. In I the also rebounds. don't think Ayton could play power forward. He couldn't play power forward, I don't think. Probably not. Probably not. But well, he, he couldn't do it as well as Mobley could above. do it. Hey? I, I, he couldn't do it as well as Mobley could do it. No, I don't think and, so. And either. I think and I think that's what helps Mobley going into the future, right? Like mm. you can plan to keep Jared Allen and to have Mobley be your four. Or if you lose Allen, he can be your guy where he could be what AD, you know, kind of doesn't want to do. Mm. Where he's your center in crunch time. So that way you can have four playmakers, four shooters, four spaces around him. Mm. And then when you want, you can bring in your center and he can play the four and do what he needs to do and not not take too much contact. Mm. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, well, speaking of Jared Allen, fuck, he's been good this year. Like, he's just been amazing to watch this year. Have you seen some of the numbers that this man has been putting up? I have, man. The Cavs have been looking so good. We thought that team was going to be shit. Yeah. And I mean, they are just, they are taking it to teams. He had a and near I- 2020 again today. He had 18 and 17 with four assists, plus 17 over his minutes. The man is averaging close to 15 points per game, over 11 rebounds per game. He's like, he's like a budget Rudy Gobert at this point. Mm, and I think he's a, I think Mobley's a guy where you need to, you need to find that perfect front court partner for him. Like I know we, I know I just mentioned AD, but Mobley's very AD esque. Yeah, and especially at the point where it's like, no one's really been able to find a f- perfect front court partner for AD. Mm-hmm. Like Demarcus was probably the closest guy where you're like, yeah, they just fit. Mm, like you didn't yeah. really know what it was, but they just kind of fit. You looked at it, you're like, it looked like it should be clunky, but it wasn't. But I mean, Mobley and Allen is absolutely killing it. Speaking of killing it, can I just like, I know this is not a Jared Allen segment. But can I just read you the last fucking four games that he's put up just no. quickly? 24 and 16 with three blocks against Charlotte. 24 and 17 with a block and a steal against Portland. These are all in wins, by the way. 16 and 15 against Toronto the other day where they only just won that. Scotty Barnes missed it at the horn. And then 18 and 17 today with two steals. Holy Absolutely shit. insane, bro. Sneaky all NBA, 13, bro. 
Jared Allen calling it now. Mate, mate, if he keeps up these numbers, man, Senna's pretty weak. People don't like Rudy Gobert, man. If you give him someone else to vote for, they will. And speaking mm. of Cavs big man, do you know what jersey I saw out in the wild on Sunday? Oh, tell me. Tickle Roy me. Markinen, the finisher, bro. A Laura Markinen. Not a Cavs. Not a Cavs. As a Bulls. Oh. But I think that's, I mean, if someone's got. I was going to say, Laura they Markinen are more sickos than we Ooh. are. Yes. But yeah. <laughs> the Holy shit. Bulls if you have that, shot. please, please photo it. And DM it to us. He was Please. a little white boy, so that did make sense for the marketing jersey. Yeah, true. Very true. Very true. But yeah, I think. I mean, I think the argument can be made that uh, DeAndre Ayton is falling to the wayside to Evan Mobley. I mean, I they're both falling to the wayside. I just, it's also kind of different. Where I think next year Mobley is going to have a rough year. I'm looking forward into the future. I think he's going to have an outstanding year this year. Him and Barnes are going to compete for Rookie of the Year. It's going to be great. He's going to. Everyone's going to be talking about, oh, God damn, this guy should have been the number one pick. Like, this is insane. you got a franchise big. And I think next mm. year he's going to struggle. He's going to get a big sophomore slump going on. And then year three and year four, he's going to get to year four, which is what Aiton's in, is he not? Year four? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, year four. He's going to get to Aiton in year four and be 23, 24 years old and just be average. Like, his numbers are going to be insane because he's he's only pretty light. Like, you look at him. Mm. Like he's only like he's just over two hundred pounds, which is not very big for seven foot. Mm, yeah, um, very mean, Kevin Durant. I mean, you can see where the Kevin Durant. Yeah, and he's uh, gonna. He, I think he's gonna from. put on size, and he's mm. gonna be even better. Mm. Um. Yeah. Year four this year for Aiton. I was just fact checking that, but I mean, even Aiton, his first two years, he had really good years, and then he had a down year in his uh, in his third year statistically, and that's just point-wise. I mean, but, you know, Chris Paul comes into the team and you're asked to do less scoring, so that kind of makes sense. Um, okay, well, moving on. Who, and, and I feel like, I'm sorry, listeners, but I feel like we touch on this every single episode, but we're going to do it again. Who for you is leading the most improved player right now? Is it Ja Morant or is it Miles Bridges? Miles for me. Miles for you? Miles for me. I just don't know... I mean, part of it's kind of expectation, isn't it? Like mm. when you're watching Jar, you knew he was probably going to be this good or close mm-hmm. to this good, right? Like you could see greatness in him always. Yeah. But yeah. Miles, you kind of thought was like, oh, he's going to be a guy who we never quite get the most out of. Mm. Like mm. a great description I heard about Miles is he's a guy who's got the three tools that like a wing who's not your number one guy needs. And it's mm. athleticism, high energy, and... IQ. Yeah. You find guys who have two of the three, right? Yeah. You remember the triangle. You remember Michael Kid Gilchrist? He had the motor and the energy. He could go forever and he had the athleticism, but he didn't have the basketball IQ. Yeah. Who he play for now? (laughs) I don't don't even know. I play for the bench. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But I mean, like guys like that, where you, and I said that as well because he he was obviously drafted by Charlotte with that second pick. it's just one of those things, I think, where it's like, man, if you can find someone that does what Miles, what Miles does, it is insane. Mm, and I think yeah. he's a perfect running mate for Lamelo, and that's yeah. what you need. That's what you need. He's they've already found their their kind of guard and their wing combo to go into the future with. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Yeah, you're right. He played for played for no one. He had a he had a bit of a stint in Dallas last year, mm. um, but uh, yeah, he played for he played for no one, Bruh. Underwent surgical procedure to address a chronic groin strain and picked up a $13 million player option. I wouldn't be playing for anybody either. Is he getting paid? Who 
is paying that it's option. Still his rookie deal. I think it's still no. He's drafted twenty twelve, bro. Twenty twelve, bro. Well, then who the fuck signed him to a? I don't know, bro. Oh, sorry. Yep, on August twenty, August twenty sixth, twenty fifteen, Kid Gilchrist signed a four year, fifty two million dollar contract extension with the Hornets. And he's getting paid out the last year without the player option of that. Pay, I wouldn't play for nobody. Do you reckon we see him again? You see him around next year, you reckon? Or are you done? Um I mean he's young. He could make a resurgence. He could come back into the league. He always moved his feet well on defense. Um uh, can't do the and- one thing you need to do in the league nowadays though. Well, he started to be able to shoot threes. He was shooting them like semi decently for Dallas, and then he found a spot on that on that Knicks team. But then he was waived within a month. But for for Dallas, like he was, it looked like he was starting to get shit together. Um, but you know, you're right. If, if you can't, if you can't shoot threes in this league, then you're pretty well fucked. No matter what you can do well, like you remember when OJ, um, the Andre Roberson was like a big deal. Yeah, and like. He's not coming. Yeah, but his his knee fucked him so. He also hard. never came back because he couldn't shoot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, good, good shout. Uh, back to back to Jar Miles. Like it's got to be Jar for me. Uh, I feel like the if you look traditionally at the most improved player award, it's guys that hadn't made the All Star team that were already superstars. So you look at uh, Brandon Ingram two years ago. Uh, you know, Julius Randle and even Jeremy Grant being in the conversation last year. Um, there was no way Chris Boucher was going to win it because he didn't make the All-Star team, but those two boys did, right? So, or Jeremy Jeremy was close, whatever. Um, Jar's going to make the All-Star team this year and that in itself is going to be the catalyst to get him most improved player. Um, I think uh, Miles is, that man's an enigma. He's like... He's almost like the second coming of Vince Carter that can already shoot. Like he's been shooting career near 40% from the from three, um, you know, his first few years in the league. And when he came out, shoot, like he's shooting 36% right now through 10 games. And everyone's like, wait, what the fuck? He can shoot? Well, yeah, he'd been doing it for the last three years. Hmm. He just hasn't I, been getting I, PT. I think his, um, yeah, I, I think his percentage will probably go up. I think he'll get more efficient as he gets older. Yeah, probably. I think that, that's what he's doing now. He's got all the tools there. He's just refining them. I think mm. he'll be able to get to the line easier too. Mm. Um, I think he's he's shooting 80% from the line, which is crazy. Mm. He looks like the kind of guy that doesn't quite make it, but he's found all the tools to do it. And it's just consistency for him. He slipped a screen today in the Clippers game that had not only you know 16,000 people in the stadium watching him, but 10 guys on the court as well. He slipped a screen from Lamelo, and Lamelo just, you know, threw it up there yeah. anywhere. Because and that's what I mean. Just, that, that's that's everybody was just. And Lamelo oh. loves like Miles. You know, if this was if this was other stars playing with him instead of Lamelo, it's the type mm. of guy where eventually he's like, "Well, how about I get the ball? Like, yeah. like when's it my turn to get the ball?" But he's yeah. playing with a guard who's like, "Bro, you can like if you dunk on him, I'll give you the ball, bro." Like, yeah, if you want, that's cook, what we cook. love to see, bro. Yeah, yeah. Well, like I'm cool to let you do what you do, just like. Also, I'm going to shoot this three, so you better yam home the rebound, mm. which he does, man. Like, it's such a great combo, and this Charlotte team's only going to get better, man. I hope they just draft well. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, It'll do free agency, man. It's, it's a little disgusting as to as to how well not only, like, Bridges is playing, but Lamelo's playing this season as well. Like, the dude's almost averaging 20 points per game, near six rebounds, seven assists. Like, he's he's fantastic. But how about them Clippers, though, going on that uh, 20-0 run to close out the game, huh? How good was you can, that? You can, you can have the one run. Hey, hey, well, we're over 500 now, so <laughs> I wouldn't be talking much. Your box went down to the Zards today. So, so yeah, man, up. I know. Everyone's going down to the Zards, bro. Yeah, Zards well, against the world. 
Clippers have it yet, so Mate, they that. will. Zard's taking, Zard's taking Zard's taking that. prisoners. Um Oh, and you got Bobby Porter Central Holiday back? What's going on? Don't know, oh. man. I just, JJ Reddick went for 19 today, Grace Nolan. Anyway, yeah, we're not getting into, games. We're not getting into games. Bucks it's, uh, That's not what this podcast is about. Um, how about Nick Jokic, but the ultimate nugget? He's leading the team in almost every category, like statistically almost in every category. He's leading, obviously, in points per game and rebounds per game. We expect that from him. He's tied first for field goals to a guy that gets like a fraction of the minutes that he gets. He's second in free throw. He's leading in assists per game. Tied second for three point by like down point one. I don't know if that's going to come through to the recording, but uh, I accidentally had highlights up in the background. Um, point point one or something behind in three point percentage. He's leading in steals and he's tied first in uh, in blocks per game. Like the absolute ultimate nugget. What the absolute fuck? Well, it's weird, right? So, yo, this is this is this happens every now and then where someone wins MVP. And they play better than next year. Yeah. And traditionally, yeah. they get the award again. Like yeah. It happened with Steve Nash. He got it. And then he got better. And people are like, well, he was better last. He was better this year than he was last year. And he won MVP last year. So he kind of has to win MVP. What happened with Giannis? And, and it happened with Giannis. It happened with Steph. Happened but with I don't Steph, think yeah. it happens with Jokic. You don't think it happens unless, with Jokic? Unless, I don't think he wins MVP again unless they lock up a top four seed and he just is like leading the touch. I think he could do it, but mm. I don't think he will. I think, and it's one of those years where it's like you got Steph back cooking. Mm. Um, Giannis is probably out of the conversation already with the start yeah, they've had and, and the kind of record they'll end with. And I th- I don't think he's locked in enough to kind of get that. Um, I still have hope. Yeah, maybe, maybe you got KD doing what he does. Mm. Um, Katie, Katie's having a quietly good year. I know, yeah. But yeah, I mean, that's Kevin Durant for I don't, you. Yeah, I don't know if Jokic could do it again, but it's just strange at a guy where it's like you win MVP in what wasn't your best year. Yeah, yeah, it is. It is strange indeed. Um, yeah, I just you got to remember, like coming into the season, he was what did I say he was? He was like twenty six bucks to go back to back MVP. Like mm. that was that would that have might been not have been bad. Worth, but. yeah. I. Uh, I, I really wish that I that I jumped on that, but I mean, speaking speaking briefly of KD, he's leading the league in points per game, uh, and just yeah. as I said, having a having a crazy good KD season. He's, he's that type of guy. He's the type of guy you watch, and all of a sudden they're like, "Oh, and that's KD's twentieth point." Like, well, Holy shit, KD's got twenty. Well, yeah, he he had thirty one seven and seven today on a plus seventeen, and and I have not seen anyone talk about it. Yeah, no, and he just, it looked like a normal game. It wasn't like anything mm. special. I mean, that's what he can do. And I think he's a victim of how good he is and how consistent he is with the scoring. Mm. Yeah, um, 100%. Speak, with Jokic, speaking of chubby white guys, how about Luka, though? Yeah, bro, that three, forget about it. The man got triple teamed by Boston. And I mean, we love, the Boston Celtics are the West Tigers of the NBA. Like, we love <laughs> when Boston sucks. <laughs> but shout uh, out to Dave. I was. I was talking behind the scenes. Uh, I was talking to, to our boy Dave. We were texting about this game, and uh, he goes, "I just I said to him right after the the uh, the shot was hit. I was like, that's disgusting." And he goes, "Stupid from Marcus. We if we fouled, we would have had six seconds, but didn't foul. That was dumb. So silly. We were meant to get the ball, and we didn't. Marcus made two dumb plays in a row, trying to drive the ball to the lane, and then just throw it up for an intentional foul. And I was like, yeah, but you got to take some of the good with the bad." Okay, you were also down twenty points. You shouldn't have been there. <laughs> shouldn't have been to be, yeah. to be in the game. And Luca, 
you know, Luca's known for making these shots. Trust me, I'm a Clippers fan. I know that Luca makes these shots. Um, but th- that's just fucking unbelievable. Like, not only to be stepping back, but then to be crowded in a triple team, be moving into the corner where you've got less and less space, and then ended up he ended up outside the court anyway. Like, mm. it phenomenal. It doesn't make sense. And like everybody in the planet knew he was going to take that shot. They could have thrown oh, five yeah. guys at him. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, he's just... The kid is a freak, man. And he He's a guy where, depending how the back half of their season goes, could still be a smoky for MVP. See, that's that's strange to me that you think that he's still a smoky for MVP, but you think that Giannis is, is cooked for the year because they're on very similar records. And I think, I think Giannis brings more to a team. I think voter fatigue is very real. I think yeah. it's the reason that LeBron doesn't have seven, eighty-two. Eight, yeah, you know what I mean. Dishes. Like, I think oh, it's real. I think it. I think it. I think it is really real. And there's definitely a shift in not quite errors, but it's like after a few years. So like Steph had his big run, yeah, and it was kind of like it just happened to time with the fact that the Warriors were on a downswing, and mm. it's kind of like, oh yeah, he's cooked, he's done, whatever. Like. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was fun, fun while we had you. You'll probably come back, but it's yeah. all right for now. And then it was like all these others, like it was Jokic, it was Giannis, um, AD. And now it's kind of like, I think the Giannis championship kind of like is the climax, right? Mm, mm. Like, every, like he's just like satisfied, laying there looking for a smoke. Like he's all like, <laughs> he's all done. But it's like the, the round two could be on, right? Like you don't know. Yeah. Round two could be on, but it's round like he's done for now. Like unless he came out, that's why I didn't pick him for MVP. Mm. I think unless he came out and played absolutely insane, they're not going to give him what three in four years. Yeah, like, no, that, I feel like that. that would be insane. Like I figured if he played really well, they'd probably give him defensive player of the year as like a hey, you're mm. not getting MVP, but you know. But he go, go for the for the mantle, my friend. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. So I think unless he plays crazy and man, he just he's he's looked good. His stats have been like godly, bro. Like as they are. Yeah. But I just are, I yeah. just think the attention's off him, and there's so many young shiny pieces running around the NBA right now. Like mm. Mm. yeah. Yeah, no, I feel that. I feel that for sure. Um, all right. Well, let's kind of uh, push on. Is there any more that you want to – let's talk standings just a little bit. Um, and we're going to get to it in question time, but I just briefly want to touch on how fucking good are the Warriors right now? Like, fuck, they're good to watch. I, I, I want to say that I did pick them to be good. Don't be that guy. I, I picked him to be good, so, you know. I mean, we just ignore my Jason Kidd take and just focus on my Warriors take. It'll be all right. To be fair, though, they have had a little bit of a weak schedule. I mean, they've had who they had. They had Lakers, Lakers, Clippers, Kings, Thunder, Grizzlies, Thunder, Hornets, Pelicans, Rockets. So they haven't really come up against yeah. anything that. But but good teams need to win these games. Exactly. I think we that's a big thing. Year. I think that's a big thing. This is where you pad your stats. You know, when you get that fight, you get two or three extra wins in this run just by beating yeah. down on bad teams. Exactly. And you do that in a couple of runs and all of a sudden you've got 10 more wins and that turns you from a 52 win to a 62 win team. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah, and That's exactly. home court for, for most of the finals. But yeah. um, I mean, they've been really good, man. They yeah. just look, And I still think they're a piece away. I think they're going to move some of these young guys. If they kind of get close to February and they're looking like they're in striking distance, mm. I think they'll make a move, especially if someone becomes unhappy. Yeah. If yeah, this Boston sure. thing goes tits up and it's like, well, Boston's like, well, we can't get Brad Beal, but we could get some young guys for Jalen Brown and then use those young guys to get Brad Beal. Hmm. That is something they could look at, right? Like if that really goes tits up, 
Mm. They, you could maybe get a, you know, you could get a Jalen Brown for that team, which would be imagine Jalen Brown playing Andrew Wiggins' role. Oh, stop it! Like, could you? Yeah, that's that's um, someone they they could get, right? Like, I'm getting hard just thinking about it. I know it's it's yeah, it's crazy bricked up, but it's a like, bit of a bit of a fear boner, but yeah, yeah, but, I know that team would be unstoppable. But I think something like that's going to happen. Like, we don't know who's going to be happy, who's going to be unhappy. Mm. Like, so many teams, you know. They have a few weeks and all of a sudden it's like, oh shit, we kind of need to do something here. Like, mm. Well, speaking about happy and unhappy and, and um, teams that usually go, shit, we need to do something here. The, the 76ers, let's, show, let's just throw a little bit of love there. They're, uh, they're seven and two. And Joel Embiid came out today saying that they have never had chemistry like this before. And talking about point Embiid, per 36, the man is averaging near five assists and the lowest turnovers he has for his entire career. And they've had some, like they've had some fucking games okay mm. the two that they've lost were to the Knicks and to the Nets but they've they've beaten the Hawks um, they beat the Trailblazers who have been a little bit disappointing they had a couple of big wins over the Bulls like the Red Hot Bulls like these guys are a team they're a team yeah, this, this, is the worst, this is the worst thing that could have happened to Ben Simmons 100%. they come out and look legit man like they yeah. like Daryl Morey's they're they're on their best start they're eight and two right Eight, eight and two, two sorry. Yeah, not so seven that's, two, eight and two. That's, and that's they, they lead the start. league with the with the highest win streak right now at six games. See that that's eight and two is their best start since the Iverson um Iverson 01 year. Talking about practice. Yeah, man. Like that is crazy. And I mean, this is this is insane. Like they could they still have Ben Simmons, who is, you know, holding a max worth of contract, right? Like they could yeah. add a max guy to this. Mm, mm, and it's just with, insane. Yeah. And it's just it's crazy to think what they could add. And you know, mm. it, it gives them so much more flexibility of what they could look to trade for. Yeah, a hundred percent. It makes it makes work like if they came out and sucked, right? Which I think yeah. some of us thought they might do. I thought they were probably gonna suck. Yeah, I didn't think- like if you build a guy, you're missing a max guy, right? Like yeah. say what you will about Ben Simmons, you're missing a max guy. And you're yeah. missing a guy that you know half the offense is built around. You're probably and you're relying on a guy named Tyrese Maxi. Exactly. Like- Maxi's come out and bold and Aussie Tees as well. Aussie Tees, Seth Curry, just, greatest shooting, greatest three playing point well, man. Right the now. whole team is just yelling, and they look like they're having fun, bro. The chemistry's mm. there, mm. and it means that Daryl Morey can take a shitter deal mm. and be happier with it. Yeah, it yeah, means he it. doesn't have to go for a. He doesn't mean. I mean, he's still holding out for Dame Lillard from everything I've heard. Mm. But it means yeah. he doesn't have to go all in in a Dame trade. Like you could try and throw a few pieces there and see if you can get CJ right. Mm. You could do those Kings boys that I just always fucking talk about. Yeah, yeah, or you, yeah, you could talk yourself into Tyrese at the one, Buddy Hield at the three, you know, Seth at the two, and, and yeah. Tobias and at just the play, four. Like you oh. got, you've got, you've got big center there. You can play smaller guards, and if you're just mm. shooting teams off the floor, and you can't, the way Joel's playing now, you can't double him. No, you, you can't, can't double him. Like you no. can, like teams are just doing it because you know what? Like we'd rather give up a, a almost forty percent chance of the three than we would at like a seventy percent chance of the two. You know what I mm, mean? Mm. Which they're just trying to double, and he's just finding guys. I mean, if you added a Buddy Hield or something on there, like you would take that right, and he would just yeah. slang for you, and he can kind of play make enough to get him the ball. Like, mm, mate, mm. I th- I think this is such good news for the Sixers, and imagine mm. a Sixers. Like trading Ben Simmons, getting this, getting a few more players in there against Miami for an Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, well, yeah. that would that would be Jimmy Bryce. Butler against Embiid, man. Oh, talk about bricked up. Um, yeah. but yeah, back on Maxi, like he's 
doubled his minutes and his production is reflecting like essentially the exact same thing. Is he a smoky for most improved, you think? No, I don't think so. He's a U2 player. So U2 players don't uh, really... I was going to yeah, include yeah. Cole Anthony in that most improved player talk, but he's also a second-year player. He's killing it in Orlando. We obviously can't get to everybody, guys. But, I mean, Maxi... Maxi's you you want us from, to talk about you don't play for Orlando. Yeah. Maxi's uh, gone from eight points to 14 and a half. Uh, you know, one and a half rebounds to 3.1, two assists to near five assists, like everything. And, and yeah, he's gone from 15 and a half minutes to near 35 minutes. And, and his shooting splits are, are really good for a second year guy, 52%, 33 from three. Um, his uh, free throw percentage is sitting about 85%. So yeah, the dude's just born. It's a, it's a small sample size, but he's already started more games than what he started all of last year. And it, he's just, you know what you're going to get from him. He's just yeah. a good player. The interesting thing about Maxi is that he's a clutch player as well. Mm. He's wrapped by clutch mm. by infamous uh, Rich Paul. Yeah, suck that, Rich Paul. I don't know, man. Uh, yeah, mm. I, it's interesting, isn't it? If things go, yeah. if you're looking at Maxi and you're thinking, because I remember in the offseason, they were using Maxi as a bit of a threat as well to the Sixers. Like, oh, we got Ben yeah. Simmons and we got you. Yeah, we got his backup too. He's ours too. Yeah. And I remember thinking, man, imagine like trying to hold a hold a franchise hostage for for Maxi. Yeah. I mean, they obviously saw how good he was going to be, but uh, yeah, I don't know, man. It's kind of interesting to you. I know it's not going to affect how they play ball with Simmons, but does it play, does it play in their mind a little bit? You think where I think, fuck man, like if we really butcher this Simmons thing and Rich Paul hates us, like, Mm. Maxi, like you know what, that just sours that. And if he's the guy, we can partner with Embiid, and it's an important piece of this. Yeah, but Maxi is also like a he's a late pick guy, so you don't have to max him. Pardon the pun. Like you can just you don't, you don't have you just, to, but I mean, no, but you just throw a little bit of extra money at him, and he's going to turn around to his agents and be like, oh, "Fuck, I didn't think I was going to get this money anyway. Let's yeah. just sign a fucking." I mean, that's the thing. But was he a second round guy or a first round guy? Uh, look, if you dribble on a little bit, I'll be I able mean, to because if he's, if he's second, that's a bit risky because I think the way that, well, their rookie contracts do work different in the second round. Mm, so I think he, he was, he was first round 21st okay. pick. No, nah, they got that shit on lock then. Don't worry about yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. But man, he's playing well, man. Put, put a max guy there. I think a guy like Heald would be unbelievable there. Mm, mm. And Tyrese, just get a little bit more defense in that, in that backcourt. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you've got taste. You got an all defensive guy, but I'm just saying it doesn't it doesn't hurt to have another guy that can create his own shot. You know, not and, at all, man. And clamp on the defensive end. Yeah, so we'll see what happens there. Just it's great news for Philadelphia, and I mean, since they've been good, the Ben Simmons stuff has quieted down, mm. and I think winning Q is all. Yeah, and 100%. I would be now they're playing well. I would be extremely shocked to see Ben Simmons in a in a Sixers jersey again. Mm, mm, for because sure. Why would you even bother? I think they're fine with him sitting if they're winning. If they sucked and they needed him, I think mm. it'd be a lot different. But they're winning. They're like, bro, just chill out, do that. We'll get you a trade. Just wait. Chill out. We'll, I think, we'll find you three hundred and sixty k a week. Yeah, I think it's. I don't know. I think it wouldn't surprise. The finding things hard because I don't think they care as much anymore. I do think mm. the winnings really helped in there. Like we've found our way forward. It's Joel. No, I think I, I personally think because he's not cooperating with the team doctors and stuff like that, and he's not coming forward with any of this mental health stuff um, and any findings that they, he's founding, whether it's internal or not, mm. they're still finding him. Like, I know. And they're going to continue do, to find him. I do think something will get worked out between them. Where yeah, I, I do think, too. I think I there's too, too much money at stake. And I think at some point, at some point, Daryl and Ben or Daryl and Rich, they just have a conversation. And it's just like, we don't want to keep finding you. 
Like it doesn't mm. really matter to us. Well, they don't want we this lose, hanging over their head. Yeah, exactly. We don't want to keep. We don't want this keep doing. And then like Ben's obviously like, well, I want my money. So something will come to it, and he'll sit. And if they keep playing well, just it doesn't matter. You just kind of have him just be there, and it's kind of like just stay in game shape. Mm. We'll find you a team eventually. Once these guys become available, we'll find someone. We're holding out. We're not going to trade you for nothing. Mm, mm. It will happen. I think. I think now that they're playing well, you can be a lot more diplomatic with it. Yeah, for sure, for sure. All right, my friend. Well, is there anything, any other burning desires that are getting to you that you want to uh, touch on before we get to question time? Actually, there is. Hit me. This is a debate I was having on Sunday night with somebody. Oh, I'm ready. The better. I mean, we're kind of going to touch on this. I did see one of the questions, and this spoils it a little bit. That's okay. But I'm going to we'll do it there. anyway because it's half my show. What are you going to do? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, <sighs> who was a better defender. And I'm curious if we agree on this, because I don't think we've ever chatted on this. Mm. Who is the better defender? Out of who? You ready? Clip this. Get ready to clip this. Put it on socials. You ready? Bro, you're fucking taking an age. I'm actually going to age before you get to this. Jordan or LeBron? <laughs> mm. Oh, here it is. I see the wheels turning. They're turning slow, but they're turning, mate. They are turning. Um, I don't know. I could make an argument for both. I you think. could, but um, what does your gut kind of say? My gut tells me that LeBron has more physical attributes to his credit uh, and is definitely slept on for his career on the defensive end. I agree that he's slept on, but don't be bipartisan. I need you to choose a side on this, Matthew. I'm just, I'm still, <laughs> you said the cogs were turning slowly, so they're turning even slower. Do you now. want me to give you my take? No, because I don't want it to influence my take. I'm glad because um, I didn't want it to. I would, I would say Jordan, and only because of the way that he could, like he's the greatest and Rip the Mamba. But Mamba didn't have it on the defensive end like Jordan had it on the defensive end. He's the greatest two-guard at blocking statistically. He's the greatest two-guard at keeping his feet in front of people statistically. It just it has to – yeah, it has to be MJ. MJ was guarding one through three, one through four before it was a thing. So I, I'm, going, I, I'm going with MJ. I'm glad that you specified that he was the best two-guard. At doing those things. Yes. Because the guy that I'm choosing is not a two guard and you think LeBron? better at one of those things than Jordan. I think LeBron. LeBron can guard guys one to five. One LeBron, to five. LeBron played a finals at center. I understand LeBron. LeBron, LeBron no, at LeBron blocked a seven footer at while he's playing center against the Spurs in the finals. Mm-hmm. LeBron can play one to five. I do not believe... I think Jordan could probably play one to four because he's Jordan. He'd make it work. But LeBron can play one to five defensively. And I know th- this, is the, this is the argument that's, that's going to happen. Ready? <clears throat> but Jordan won defensive player of the year. No, that's not I what my argument is going to be. I'm not saying you're... I'm saying okay, the argument right. is... I don't give a fuck that Jordan won defensive player of the year. Yeah. LeBron got robbed of a defensive player of the year. That's what yeah, happened. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what happened. yeah. That's what Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that should have LeBron James's name all over it that year. Yeah. He was a defensive beast. And that year, he guarded one to five. And he was the best defensive player in the year. Yeah. There's nothing he cannot do 
on the defensive end, LeBron James. I I agree with you. I just think that, I mean, even statistically over their career, Jordan averaged 2.3 steals per game and 0.8 blocks. LeBron right now, 1.6 steals, 0.8 blocks. Blocks and steals do not correlate to good defense, my friend. I know. They do I, not I know. correlate to good no, defense. No, I agree, but my, okay, Curry so my, my argument would steals. be... He's not a good defender. Shut the fuck up for two seconds, all right? My argument would be is that if you... And, and I hate being this guy. You know how much I hate being this guy, okay? <laughs> Do it. But if you were to put Michael Jordan in today's game where there's more switching, there's smaller guys playing at all positions. I mean, fucking Precious Achuya is starting center for the for the Raptors and, and, and Draymond starts more games than not for the Warriors and the list goes on, right? I think that you could then obviously make an argument that... Jordan at 6'6 six, six could guard one through five. Because there were times where Kobe was guarding one through five and Kobe was not the defender that Jordan was. I do not think that Jordan could guard one to six as one to five as well as LeBron. I'm sure he could do it in some form. He wouldn't be horrendous because he's Jordan. Anything yeah. his baseline is like high. Like I understand, greatness. but I think so. Yeah, his, his, his baseline, baseline is greatness. His, his baseline is fucking like, yeah, obviously he's Jordan. Yeah. But I think yeah, yeah, that yeah. Le- I, I know that LeBron is better defending one through to five and what he can do on the defensive end. The, the fact that he could do it in so like off ball on ball, like everything. There's, there's nothing he couldn't do on a defensive mm, end. Mm. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you, but I, I just, yeah, I have to stick to my, my gut and it's, it's gotta be Jordan for me. And that's fine. Yeah. That's what the show's about, right? You have show's about. I'm glad text, that he right? said Jordan. If he said LeBron, it would have been boring, but you would have been right. So, I mean, there's always that. Nah, nah, nah. I'm already right. As it, as can, it you, uh, can you, the fans, let us know. This is not the greatest. This is not, like, the best. This is not the greatest of all time. This is better defender. I'll put it up on the socials. This is better defender. Yeah, put it up. Let's put it up yeah. on the socials. We get a little bit of a vote going. Um, I want to see. Yeah, I want to see. All you 11-year-olds, vote for, vote for LeBron. Let's do it, baby. Yeah. <laughs> Strive for greatness. Strive for Hashtag greatness. wash king. Hashtag I promise. <laughs> um, all right. Well, okay. Is it time, my friend? Are we getting into question time? Um, I love question time. We haven't had a question time for a while. Play that shit. Play that shit. What did she say? Hey, where did you get those clothes? At the toilet store? Do you touch my drum set? No. Why are you so sweaty? I was watching cops. All right. So first question of the day. Coming in by a friend of the podcast, uh, the gentle giant Cam. Wilson balls, are they different? The shooting has been down and he thinks it's the ball's fault. So before you answer, okay, before you answer, let me get to this. What are you fucking laughing about? <laughs> nothing, nothing. What are you laughing about? <laughs> right. So you got to grab life by the balls. All right. So. The players are complaining and saying that the balls feel inconsistent. And statistically speaking, this is the lowest three-point percentage so far through like 10 or 11 games that we've had since the 98-99 season at 34.2%. And of the 22 All-Stars last year, 17 of them are shooting under 36% from three through the first 10 games. My friend, do you think that the Wilson balls are having an effect or it's just... They're actually called real fit balls. The what? They're actually called real fit balls. Will fit balls? Will fit these balls in your mouth? Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, think, I think they definitely are, man. I think they are. Like the play, the players are saying it. It obviously is. Like they're, and it's. I mean, 
we've played with different brands of balls and stuff. It's been different, right? Mm, yeah. Like some some just kind of feel different. Like it it for sure is. It takes a while. It's yeah. like this happened before. I think they had a um. They've had this happen before in basketball. Mm. But my it. my rebuttal to all of this is that like the league obviously has specifications that they need to adhere to, right? And they give the companies that. So these these balls, by all accounts, are the same texture, the same psi, whatever, the same stitching, the same eight web format that the Spalding balls are. They just fucking say Wilson on them instead. And why? Then why are all the stats down? I think it's just a shortened off season. I think it's the fact that we had such a big season last year. Obviously, the Olympics has come around. A lot but of there's been guys... other short. There's been like there's been other short years between '98, '99, and now. Yeah, I just, I don't know. I think I think also like the new rules have a little bit to play into it. Mm-hmm. I think guys are like, especially in the first three or four games, like you saw Steph Curry and stuff like that, just chucking shit up and, and that's going to obviously affect his headache, right? So I think, I think the sample size is just too small for us to make a snap judgment now. Um, but I also think it's good for the game. Like even if the numbers are a little bit down, it was getting a little bit ridiculous seeing these guys make like fucking Tony Snell. Granted, he only took like fucking 63s last year, but he made like 50% of them. Mm. He he was 50-50-100 club. Granted, he got like fucking six minutes a game, but the man went 50-50-100, you know? So whether it's the balls, whether it's the shortened off season, whether it's the, the fact that guys have played consistently over the last fucking 500 days and then they, they came in, they changed the balls, I I I don't know, but... I, I just think it's I think it's good for the game. I think it goes part and parcel with the new rules. And I I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. I, I think it's I think the new rules definitely have a part of it. You've seen guys still try try their luck. Mm. Um I must say I do like the new rules. I'm a big fan of it. I like yeah, the new physicality. Um I do think some of them <laughs> some of the non-calls are a bit of a piss take. Yeah. Like, there was a there was a play today in the Suns Hawks game where Chris Paul fouled DeAndre Hunter about five times in a play, yeah. and the only dude who was closer to like the only person who was closer to DeAndre Hunter was the was the ref. Yeah, like he saw all of it and let it all go. And Chris and it's always been a thing where it's like when you're a good defender, you get you get away with more. Mm-hmm. And I mean that was that was ridiculous. Some of it, I think they'll I think they'll dial it back and start giving a few more. Mm. Um, guys will adjust to playing it. I. I was more concerned about the threes thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the three, th- the threes thing was getting a joke, right? Like when when you have someone guarding James Harden with their hands behind their back, mm. that's yeah. when something's kind of fucked. That's like that Ricky Rubio defense where he had him like on the fucking side. Yeah, he's like you yeah, guarding yeah, him yeah. from behind, and it was yeah. it was the best way to defend him. Yeah, it was yeah. <laughs> like I mean that was crazy. But the new, I think the new rules. I do think the balls have some effect on it. Like I don't know why the players would say that if it wasn't. Mm. Well, like, people, so- people like Devin Booker, CJ McCollum, and and Paul George have all come out saying that you know the balls aren't they don't feel the same from ball to ball like they're inconsistent in texture from ball yeah. to ball. Uh, but Paul George is also shooting like forty nine percent from three right now, so that's all right then. Take, but, take uh, that as it will. Yeah. <laughs> but I mean, it's just one of those things, right? Like they, I know the FIBA balls are obviously different specs to the NBA balls, but yeah. every every. Every international tournament, you hear that, oh, the balls are different. We're just getting used to the ball. Mm. Like, it is a big deal, right? Like, it's completely mm, – like, mm. they train with the same ball, as you said, to the specifications. Mm. Um, 
yeah, I'm sure it's got something to do with that and the rules. But yeah, it's been good to see closer games and just not being a three point jack up now. Yeah. And there's some yeah. good big men in the league to take advantage of that too. Mm. Yeah, 100%. I, I completely agree. And yeah, as I said, we're loving the new rules. I mean, the the level of physicality that's coming, um, it's it's beautiful to see. Um, speaking of not changing rules though, um, another question that came in, uh, what are our thoughts on the mayor of New York City potentially changing the COVID regulations and Kyrie possibly being able to come back to play? Well, touching on this, Mayor-elect Eric Adams did say before he got in um, that the regulations need to be revisited, but Colin Martin of Yahoo Sports has come out and said that Eric Adams is now backflipped and said, no, nah, we're not changing the rules. Uh, what do you what do you take of this? What are your thoughts around this? My main thought is why the fuck does anybody trust a politician? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. <laughs> like, he, he, didn't, yeah. he hasn't even been sworn in yet. He's the elect and he's like, no, nah, I'll go back on that, that, that big thing that I said. Yeah, we're not doing that. Yeah, yeah. Thank, thanks for voting me in, like, but hey, by the way, uh, suck your mother. Yeah, like, ugh, mate, that's my first thing. That's that's a whole other pod that we'll do. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent, um, That's yeah. I mean, it'd be strange to to see it change in Kyrie play after the after the amount of drama that it caused early in the year. Mm. I mean, I saw something where Kyrie's going to be eligible for the All Star game. He's going to be on the ballot. Fuck off. And he'll get in. Like, I, how many oh, people would fuck. vote for him anyway, right? Because I hope that the NBA petitions, though, to like, like, I hope Adam Silver goes, well, no. You... Yeah, I, I think I think that's what will happen. I think what will yeah. happen is if he gets in, it'll be, oh, uh, he didn't, you have to play a minimum games. You yeah. have to. You can't not, you yeah. can't do this. Or the game will be in somewhere where there's a mandate. I don't know where the game is this year, actually. Do you want to? Uh, I actually want to say it's either in Cleveland or Charlotte, but let me check. Oh, nah, Charlotte will fucking, you have to be unvaccinated to go to Charlotte. Jesus Christ. He'll yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be all right uh, if it's there. I don't know about Cleveland, though. Uh, t- oh, I put in 2021. I'm a big dumb dumb. Right, uh, big dumb 2022 Cleveland called it. Mate, good shout. I mean, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know what Cleveland's rules are, but if they've got if they've got a mandate where you have to be vaccinated to go in the building, then you know. Imagine the guy anyway. that that made number two, the the want to wear number in Cleveland in twenty twenty two, not being able to play in Cleveland. Like all you number freaks out there, I know your brain is exploding right now. You sound but... like Kyrie and his flat earth shit. <laughs> That's what you sound like. God You're damn. welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, but man, uh, yeah, it's we'll see what happens. I don't think you'll change it. Like the backlash you'd get from being from like New York City changing it. Um, a place that actually handled the pandemic pretty well, considering mm. all the challenges that it had. Mm, yeah. Um. I I doubt it. I think it was one of those things that's like, yeah, we should do this, and then everyone was kind of like, bro, like if you actually do this, we're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. And he was like, oh uh, yeah, let's not do this anymore. Side so tangent on uh, the All Star Game. Yeah. Last year, Indiana. I know we've got to host it in like all the cities, right? Last year, Indiana. This year, Cleveland. Next year, Utah. What a shit fucking spell. For nah, the All-Star man, it's games. good, bro. You, I love it. It shouldn't be in LA and New York. Fuck that. Oh, it bro. should be. In, it, I'll tell you where it should well, be. the glitz and glam. Uh, it won't be, but it should be in places that like sometimes don't have NBA teams. Oh yeah, yeah, bro. Like send it to Kentucky. Yeah, send yeah, it yeah, to yeah. Vancouver. Send it yeah, to yeah, yeah. at the moment Seattle. Like send it to these places that don't have teams. Like how dope would that be? Yeah, that would be like. Cool. I mean, it's good for these little because it's like imagine being a kid in like bumfuck Indiana, bro. Like, mm, mm, like you've just never seen anyone who's like not. And now white, I'm gonna go pay like, fifteen hundred dollars to sit in the fucking and, like, and now you can like 
you can save up and you can say, all I want for Christmas and my birthday this year is to go to an all-star game. Kids in Indiana I, can't say that, man. Yeah, As you said, they can't read. sign language, bro. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, that's why I love seeing guys down in the hometown mm. in the team. Like Cleveland this year, yeah. like, man, imagine Mobley. Yeah, bro. Imagine Mobley's an all-star, man. Shit would be rocky. Insane, yeah. And maybe they should have that. Maybe they should have a home, like, do you know how in the Olympics and the World Cup, the home nation always gets in? Yeah, there should be a there should be like a like an honorary like, player like that an, always like gets an honorary in. player from the team. So it's like, I mean, it kind of sucks. They say it was in like Orlando this year, but imagine like Cole Anthony just like ripping up in the All Star game because yeah. you know the other players they don't really unless you're Westbrook, you don't really care about like the All Star MVP. The accolade, yeah, yeah. They yeah. would be like. They would be getting this guy shots. Like if he was yeah, playing 100. with like LeBron and Giannis and Kate, they, they would just be feeding him the ball. And mm, like, mm. man, how fun would that be? Yeah. Like, be they should sick. definitely have that. And if, if it's in LA and you've already got three guys and maybe you go, probably not. Mm. Or you choose just a guy, right? Like Caruso probably would have a fucking all-star appearance. Yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. Like, like all-star appearances fuck with contracts. Mm, which yeah. it shouldn't it shouldn't that should not be a thing yeah All but so, NBA, do, so do percentages and stuff like that and yeah that's why that shouldn't be either i agree time. as well that shouldn't be either yeah, like, it should be dumb. contextual it yeah. should be like that that stuff is like like there was one i think it was your man tobias harris um this was years ago you know in his probably in his clippers con- uh, it, i don't think it was i think it was at detroit mm. i think it was at detroit um he was on a, his contract had, you know, he had to, his incentives were he had to not shoot under a certain percentage of threes, right? Last mm-hmm. game of the season, caught the ball, was sitting on that percentage, had a wide open three and just kicked it out. Just passed it. Cause he was like, fuck that. What am I going to like fuck my money for? Yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. and I mean, that stuff shouldn't be, shouldn't be part of it. Mm. And I mean, if all-star games didn't affect max, which just shouldn't anyway, that shit is stupid. Yeah. All NBA and those awards like that, like, Depoy, rookie of the year, most of it should all affect it. All stars, man. Like people just want to see fun guys and they want to have a good time. It shouldn't be that serious. Mm, yeah, for sure. For mm. sure. Fuck Tobias Harris has been on some teams. Yeah, man. Holy shit. I didn't realize. I didn't realize. Like I obviously knew he'd been on some teams, but I didn't realize this. He's bad. old too, bro. He's older than you think. He is old. He's, yeah, he's, I don't know. He looks good for just over like near 30. You're trying to work it. You only look at the date of birth. Are you trying to work it out? Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know that he's cousins with Channing Fry? No, I didn't. No, I didn't know that either. I thought Thanks you were going to say cousins with J. Cole. I was like, yeah, I can see that. No, no I can see that. But um, <laughs> no, he's, uh, he's cousins with Channing Fry. Anyway, moving on. Uh, the next question from Question Time. You touched on it a little bit, but um, Cam wants to hear about our opinion on the, uh, the ref hitting the crybaby to the Hawks bench after the Trey Young tech. Um, so obviously this happened, uh, if you haven't seen it, it's going around. This happened the other day in the uh, in the Phoenix and uh, Hawks game. Trey Young got hit with the tech, standing up for his guy after he was getting hacked by CP3, the whole DeAndre Hunter thing. And then uh, they zoomed in on Devin Booker after he missed the technical free throw. And the ref just looked over and hit him with the, hit him with the wham wham, cry baby, straight to the bench. What do you, uh, what do you make of this, my friend? Well, I I heard a story that he was just showing the other ref or he was showing the guys asking what the tech was for, what Trey said to him. 
That's what I so heard. On. Yeah, yeah right. that he was like, like someone said, oh, no, Trey did the like the open your eyes thing. And the ref was like, oh, no, he did the. That's what I heard it was. Right. I don't know how true that is with Trey Young sharing the crying thing. Like if you're found out to be lying and you try to throw the ref under the bus like that, mm. like, that's like that's no bueno for that one. No bueno. Um, that would be more suspect than his curly hair. Yeah, it would be just shave that shit, bro. Just yeah. do it, man. Um, but I mean, the, if the ref did this legit, he needs to be suspended. You reckon? I reckon. I reckon. You can't. You can't do that. Like, I don't mind it. I like a little smack talk from the ref. <sighs> nah, man. Like, I don't know. Like, normally I don't mind it, and I'm cool for the ref to have a little bit of banter and build a relationship with the players. But as I said before, in the new rules thing, man. Like, some of the shit they're letting go, like. I know everyone's zigging. I'm going to zag a little bit, which is weird. Like, if you ever seen me play basketball, it's Power Central. So, like, you thought I'd be all be over tackling these... people. Yeah, you thought you thought I'd be all over these new rules, but um, I mean, I mm. love them, and I think they should stay. I think they should just dial them back a little bit. Some of the three point stuff should stay. Mm. Getting the three point stuff perfect. Don't get it twisted. It's mm-hmm. the driving, and guys are just getting, you know, like on the drive, they're getting hacked, the hand checking's back. Like it's fine to do. Like if that's what it's going to be, that's what it's going to be. But some of them are clearly fouls. Yeah. Trey Young is a lot like Harden in this, where it's like they baited it and they, they reaped, they reaped what they got and they were loving it when they were reaping. And now mm-hmm. they're sowing and they're not loving sowing, which is fair enough, man. When you reap, you got to sow. Yeah, that's it. I think they're all time reapers too, by the way. hundred percent. All time reapers and just, Negative sewers. Can't, can't sew for shit. Negative sewers, bro. Yeah, Just yeah. can't sew. They need to go to sewing school. They did bro, the opposite like. of good sewing. They are bro, poor whatever sewers. bad sewing is. They yeah. Is, is it like what was a vert like sewed, 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 sewing, sewed? It's just uh, yeah, sewed to sew. Bro, I don't, I don't know, know, bro. Whatever it is, they shit out of bro. Can't Fuck. sew for shit. As if we had an English teacher on here. Bro, I don't know. <laughs> bro, what are you doing, bro? Rip your students. Goddamn. Must have sewed. I need Last to know that. So, bro, like I'm curious, man. Yes, sewed. Sewed? Yeah, sewed. They sewed like bitches, bro. Yeah. <laughs> but man, like, but all-time reapers. Yeah. All-time reapers. LeBron's a bit of a all-time reaper, bad time sewer. Yeah. Little bit. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit. Little especially, bit. especially right now. Like he's one of the guys that was really sneaky about the whole leg kick thing. And now he's yeah. getting called for it fucking heaps. Do you want to like, know? Do you want to know my hot take for one of the all-time Reapers bad time sower? Hit me. Shaq. All-time Reaper bad time sower. The man wow. cannot The most sew. dominant player we've both ever seen. No, 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 bro. He's, he's copping strays. He can't sow. Damn. Chuck and Kenny giving him strays. He can't sow that, bro, but he can reap. Oh, that he can reap man, hard. Man, man, I ain't never seen hard. someone reap like Shaq can. I actually thought you were going to say me for a second there. I was going to... Nah, you, you're up there. Don't you worry. You make the list, Matty B. Don't you oh, mate. Champion Reaper. Shit, so are. Bro, you are... Yeah, I know, now, I know, I know. I'm aware, I'm aware. That's why I threw myself under the bus there. So take me Those now. That was, that was pretty good sewing from you, to be fair. That yeah. might be... Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Uh, best All right, show. well, uh, moving, on to the, moving on to the next question. Uh, Thoughts on the Warriors? Are they championship quality or a lucky? Is this just a lucky string of games? Uh, this listener is clearly not fucking listening. Um, we have been hyping up the Warriors. All we do is talk about the Warriors, man. Literally since like day dot, we've been hyping up the Warriors. Locke has Steph MVP. Um, 
Warriors eight and one after beating Houston today, 120 to 107. I'm going to rattle off these numbers again. They rank first, third, and fourth in the league in three points made, three points attempted, and three point percentage on 13 makes a game from 33 attempts. On that makes it 39.4 percent on makes. Like that is higher than the league is doing total right now. Total right now, the league is only making 32.4% of their threes. And these guys are, are almost, you know, 8% higher than that. So shut up, listener. Like you, you're clearly not listening, okay? I'm sorry. I hate to do that. Please refer to two friends, but also shut the fuck up. Come on, man. You're killing us, listener. We talk yeah, about are. the Warriors all the time, but the Warriors are good, man. They're legit. Yeah, they really are legit. And, they, and with the with the Lakers struggling, I thought they'd struggle a little bit, man. But with Lakers shit in the bed, LeBron being out for what's looking like a little bit of time, man. Like, well, they're saying an X, it came out today, an X, um, like, what are they fucking called? Medic or physician on the team is saying probably four to eight weeks. Four to eight going to say X. I thought you said X doctor. Then I'm going to be like, eh, as a rule, I don't trust X doctors. No, normally something's going on there. No, no, no. So like oh, an old physician for the team yeah, that's retired. Yeah. I thought you were say X doctor. I was like, mm, that's that's four raise the red flag. Four to eight that, weeks. They're thinking. Oh, no, what man, what I is can't... that going to do for the? For the Lakers, that that can't even beat Oklahoma City. Like, what the I fuck? Know. I know, man. If like, I I think the Warriors are probably going to come out of the West, man. Like, really? Yeah, they look so good, and they just do it in different ways. I mean, they got the flexibility where they can mm. make moves. They're As we said, really a little bit of a young guys. Bit of a wise schedule to start, but yeah, you're right. I still young think guys. you need to, and as you say, you need to build that confidence. Mm, mm. Like Steph's back in there. Your boy Jordan Poole's playing all right. Clay still got to come back. You got Kaminga. You've got Moody. Wiseman's mm-hmm. not playing, man. I think they're still got to trade in them. If I'm mm. being honest with you. Mm. Let me man. rattle off. Let me rattle off the Lakers' next ten games, and I want you to uh, fit, think. On don't we tell you win wins. loss as you go? Don't we tell you win loss as you go? Yeah, cool. Okay, so against the Hornets tomorrow, loss, loss. Okay, against the Heat after that, win. Fast game's a good game. Win. Okay, Timberwolves after that, win, win. Spurs after that, win, win. Bulls, loss. Bucks, loss. Celtics, oh. win. Pistons, oh, win. Knicks, loss. Aces, loss. So you got them going five and five over the next ten. Yeah. Okay. And they're probably being probably pretty optimistic as well. That is being very optimistic. I've got them at like seven and three. I don't think they can beat bad teams. That's what that's what the problem is. Like championship teams beat bad teams. I agree with you on all of those, except for I think you said win tomorrow against the Hornets. I think the Hornets. Yeah, I regretted that one as soon as I said that one. After yeah. a close one in, against the Clippers today, I think the yeah. Hornets come out and they. Yeah. I forgot about the, the Lakers tomorrow. Today, yeah, and the Spurs won. I think the Spurs. The Spurs are like OKC man. They just get mm. in and they grind. I just think these bad teams that are trying really hard beat them. I yeah. think they know they've got that. And, and like, you can't blame them. Like yeah. when you think of the pedigree that's on that team, they know that when it's coming down to game seven, they can, they can, they lock can beat in it and they, they can beat anybody. Right. Like it's mm. LeBron, it's AD, like they can beat anybody. Mm. Um, but I think these bad teams, man, they can't win. And we're saying that about the Warriors, easy schedule. You got to win that. You got to be in it to win it, man. And you need to have teams like, 
not scared of you, but at least being like, oh shit, we got the Lakers coming in tonight. Yeah. But they yeah. do that. And then they, like, as you said, these young Thunder guys are just like, we got the Lakers. We're going to win tonight. Let's go hard, bro. Like, let's, mm. they're pumped up. They're going. And you're probably right about the Spurs. They're going to go hard on them. Like, mm-hmm. it's just, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, it's tough. That's tough. But back to the original question the Warriors are fucking good. They're legit, right. bro. I think and they're they, the best team in the West. Yeah. They're legit. They're legit. All right. Moving on to the next question. Um, now, this, the person that asked this question didn't specify the sport, so we're going to touch on both. It's a loaded question. Who is the GOAT? We're going to go for another two hours, I think. Yeah. Strap strap in or strap on because fuck me, we're going to go for a while here. Um, I am a firm believer, and I believe you are too, that it comes in tears. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can't just say that there's one goat. Okay? No, no, it doesn't. No, no. It doesn't, no, no, no. you know, it doesn't, unless your name is Nathan Lyon, there is not one goat. Okay. Um, in the, in the NRL, I've got my top tier of the guys that I've seen that I personally believe are up there. You got JT, of course. You got Joey, GI, Cooper Cronk, Darren Lockyer, Billy Slater, and Cameron Smith. They're my, they're my top guys that if I were to at any point in time have a chance to have them in their prime, that's who I want. That is who I want. Okay. What about you for the NRL, my friend? My top tier only has two guys. Two guys. Two guys who, I mean, it's weird. It, it could definitely have three. Mm. Um, but I think it, it all depends how you phrase it too. Like, is it, is it who had the most dominant stretch like who was the most dominant player is mm. it who was the best was it who had the best career yeah like, i think my top two are cameron smith and joey johns i think yeah. they're i think they're my top two smith as much as you hate him like there's not much that you hate him for him a reason yeah there's not really anything people have him covered for yeah he wasn't mm. explosive and he wasn't an athlete but that's fine and you know he, he made it work right like yeah. in one of the most physical games in the world Mm. He made being unathletic good. Yeah, exactly. He was just he's just mind. He was just like three, four, five, six steps ahead of it. Like that many plays ahead of everyone else. Mm. And yeah. there was never a time when he didn't look in control. Yeah, no, I completely. And you look agree. at that grand final he missed. His team got pumped 40 nil, bro. Now over the salary cap. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, man, he just was so good. And you as much as you hate him, you cannot deny that he just was like, yeah. His, his defense was shady at times, but you know what? Any deficiency he had, he turned it into a strength, right? Like, yeah. Like his shady defense made, and Penrith fell victim to this in the grand mm. final mm. Um, in his last game, where it's like, you were like, I'm going to run at Smith. I'm going to tire him out. Mm. But what he did was he just, he, he hit you with enough contact for the forwards to come in and to bring you down. And you kept running at Smith. So you went away from your game plan. You didn't do yeah. what was making you win. You change your game plan to fit him. And that's what they wanted you to do. They yeah, want exactly. to compress their line. They want you to run at Smitty. They want to keep you in the middle of the field. They want to slow you down. And that's, he's the, one of the masterminds of that. I mean, Joey, mm. do I have to say any more? Yeah. How like absolutely ravaged by, you know, injury and personal demons. But I think same thing at his peak. I mean, there's not another half that was as complete as him. After we shared that photo to the socials, how much semen was all over your phone? Mm, a lot, brother. He was looking the, good. In that nice, the new nice right, kit. Oh. It's everything. Like the universe just felt right. 
Oh man, yeah. Like shit, shit was lining up right, but yeah, whatever. It's whatever like that Venus, scene out of the Hercules. Uranus, the planets Jupiter, were aligned. It's all, it's all aligning. I don't know what's doing up there. Some yeah. astrology people are going to tell me what's happening. I don't know, man. But also don't, because don't be astrology people. Yeah. Um, and it's just like, hold on, let me go and get Ella. She knows all about stars and rocks and shit. <laughs> She's dating the biggest one. Wow. <laughs> Well, um, the biggest star of this show, man. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, all right, man, well, let's move got, on to... Got, just quickly, it's got it. yeah. I get what you mean. Just the only person I think could probably get up there and challenge them mm. without the peak of his powers was unstoppable was GI. Yeah, GI, yeah. Yeah. If I if I had to, yeah, if I had to make it three, then mine would be Smith, GI, and JT. But that's because I'm like the biggest homer and no one can ever convince me that Joey was better than JT. On any You're wrong day. again. How many the, the wrong counter for Matty B today is going off, bro? We need to put a little. We need a little bit of sound effect in there. Bing. I'm. I'm just saying. Most most LEMs ever. You know. He's just. He's just a fucking freak. Anyway, I just. I love that man. And and the greatest laugh in NRL history. I don't know about that. What a dog he was. <laughs> anyway, moving on. The NBA. This again. It's tears, man. What. The, the go conversation for me is just fluid and dependent upon your generation. Okay. What we say is, is our goat or our tier of goats is going to be different to what say Dave would say, because Dave's got 10 years on us, right? Mm. It's different to what our kids are going to say. You know what I mean? So um, it, for me, I think I've made it pretty clear as Kobe. Got to be Kobe, right? For me, if I had to, if I had to pick one gun to my head, it would be Kobe, right? Kobe, but I'm also like, it's you know, it's confirmation bias. Like, I'm, he's the reason I got into basketball. You know, his his highlights, the way that he moved on the floor, his attention to detail, Mamba mentality, all of that stuff, man. Like, it's Kobe through and through. But then, you know, Kobe's inspiration was MJ. LeBron is literally a once in a generational talent that has captivated a league for 20 years so it has to be in that conversation you got Shaq the most dominant guy you've ever seen Steph changed the game now everybody shoots threes because of Stephen Curry right Giannis he's like skinny Shaq and he's he's still got what 10-15 years in this league to continue to build a name for himself and KD like what more do I have to say the greatest most dynamic scorer we've ever seen who now in the last five years, been able to get it done on the defensive end. That would be my. That's my. That's my top tier. But again, you, you don't ask, have you any. Need... You don't have many. Um, you know, Kareem or someone in that top tier. Nah, nah, man. Shaq, Shaq for me is like the the far and away number one center. Yeah, I got Shaq as my number two center behind Kareem. Mm. I think what Kareem was able to do for so long and so well, like they banned dunking because he was so good. And I know this is, like, I'm a big proponent of, like, yeah, the guys back then, they weren't that good. They were just, like, little six, six white, white dudes. guys. Like, I, yeah. I, I get it. But I think Kareem, even in this era, would have got it done, bro. Mm. Kareem, Kareem, there's a few players in NBA history where like, he didn't matter what what era you played in, you'd get it done. And, mm. I mean, a handful of guys from back in those days are probably, what, Kareem, um, Magic, Wilt, or maybe Bill Russell, Magic, yeah. Larry, yeah. Um, and the list probably isn't much longer than that, really, where you're like, probably he will not. be an out and out star no matter what. Maybe even what, Chuck. Uh, Chuck as well. Yeah, Chuck, I, I Chuck could definitely. Could have a yeah, round. I could definitely. You could see him playing like being in shape now and playing like Scott Barnes or something. Mm, mm. Um, just, or just, you know, a better version of Zion. 
Yeah, exactly. Something like that. I don't know, man. Mm. Like there's, a, there's a few you can put there and say they would have been good no matter what era they played in. Mm. Um, and to me, my top tier is a three-person tier. Mm. Um, it's LeBron, MJ, and Kareem. Mm-hmm. And I think with Kobe, the the I think the best way to describe Kobe is you know how when you hear about a you know how there's like a rapper like you've never really heard about, but everyone mm-hmm. see like Nipsey Hussle was like one for this right where he was like I've never listened to a Nipsey Hussle song right like I've never, yeah. but he was he was your favorite rapper's favorite rapper, yeah that's what Kobe is as a player he's your favorite yeah. player's favorite player like no matter yeah, who yeah. it is like. Even like LeBron and MJ's cooled down in his like latter years and stuff like that. And I think he's mm. always had the soft spot for Kobe over LeBron. But like everybody has a soft spot for Kobe. And that was before mm. obviously his tragic end. And like he's your favorite, he's your favorite player's favorite player. And I think that counts mm. for a lot, but I just don't have him in the top tier. Mm. That's fair. That's fair. Look, I'm I'm proud of us. We did that in under 15 minutes. That was good. That was pretty good. That was good. Uh all right, and well, we didn't look, even touch on Luca, future goat. Yeah, and and that's what I'm saying. You know, you know like, what I mean, Luca, the same, same build, right? The same height and pretty much same weight. Fuck, he looks so much better on a basketball court than you. <laughs> he does, does. Uh, like, Luca, yeah. I, I was curious, right? Because we're both like two meters, like right. I was yeah. curious. I was like, how much does he weigh? Because he was looking. There was a picture after that game when the boy was looking thick. <laughs> the boy was looking. Thick. He's listed. He's listed at listed. He's listed at 104. That boy's not 104. Nah. That boy no is like easily 110. 110, yeah. For yeah, sure. There's no yeah. way that dude is 14. Yeah. He's another uh, guy that plays himself into shape, but he's one of yeah, these like Nick Jokic, James Harden guys that like the first 20 games of the season, he'll yeah. do some like crazy shit and you're like, how's a guy? And that might affect his legacy long term, you know? Possibly, it could. I think he's a guy that's not concerned about the goat. These Euro, the, the Euro, I know it's a stereotype, but the Europeans just like do what they do. They're just different. Oh, they're just, ball. They're just yeah. different, bro. They're, they're just, just different. Yeah, I mean, care about these first twenty games, bro. Like, I'm mm. out here smoking hookah, like eating oysters. Like, why do I care about the first twenty games, bro? Well, that was like Nick Jokic when he was asked about the MVP season. If it's gonna yeah, have chip on his shoulder, he was bro. like, I could not care less. Yeah, he's like, I'm just going out. Next question. Play, play yeah. as hard as I did yesterday because that's what you do. You play ball. It's not this like drama field stuff that the American guys get into. Yeah. Um, yeah. I just thought that was an interesting little thing. Yeah. I was like, Oh, right, little King. little factor. He's, yeah. uh, he's just got more talent and he's picky. <laughs> oh, mate, more, you've got your entire more talent than I could ever imagine. Yeah. <laughs> I give him a run for his money. Don't worry. I lock him down. Uh, you might tackle him and break his yeah, fucking mate, leg. Bro, if it, a stop is a stop. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Martin, the law. Yeah. Um, <laughs> All right. Uh, I think we're running a little long, so we'll make this the last one. Um, if we didn't get to yours, we'll get to it next question time, which won't be this week. And you'll no. find out why in a second. Yes, we'll answer this question and then we'll After we'll this let question, you know. we'll hit you up. How will the Broncos fare this year? Now, for me, there's too many moving parts, right? I think they'll be top 10. Uh, I think they could push for the eight, maybe. I just don't think everything's going to click for the first five or six weeks. And I, I don't think Kevy's the guy. We've said this before. Kevy's Kevy's not the guy. I think they'll look good, man. I think they will. Like, I mean, they had a few games where they were either close games or they kind of were in it for a little bit and kind of didn't have the resilience to stay with it. Mm-hmm. And I think a guy like Adam Reynolds is the perfect halfback for that. He'll keep you in games. He'll put the young guys in the right spots. Mm. That's what it was. Young guys were, you know, catching the ball and, you know, they were, they were just off. They weren't where they're supposed to be, which is fine because they're a young team. It happens. Yeah. You're putting a ready-made 
premiership halfback in that team. Experience with Kurt Capewell in there. Like, I think I think they're going to be pretty good. I don't think they'll be top eight. I think they'll be fighting. I think yeah. they'll be around the top ten kind of mark if I'm if I'm looking at it. Um, mm. But I mean, that'd be a massive improvement, right? Like, if they finish the year coming tenth, kind of in and around the hunt towards the end of the season, and their young guys are looking good. Man, you'd be happy with that, wouldn't you? Mm. Did you see the uh, the potential for Stags at six? I did. I don't know how I feel about that. Strike center seems right for him. I love the idea of a guy like Tyson Gamble next to um, just being a dog next to Adam Reynolds and just mm. being a dog, just getting in like getting in people's faces, not taking shit. And I mean, this mm. is what this team is like. You're the Broncos, bro. Like you don't take this shit. Like, yeah, are you kidding me. Like and Tyson Gamble is that guy, man. And I think. They're so stacked. They're pretty stacked at outside back, man. Like I've, I've been on the Selwyn Cobo thing for a while, man. He looked good in the Q Cup finals. Um, Stags yeah. at center there. Farnworth I like as well. He's got a bit to work on. Tezzy New looked good at fullback. Like they got mm-hmm. some room to work there. I think Stags will play some at six, but I think he just – I don't think he's got the playmaking to do it. Same yeah. reason I don't see him at fullback too. Yeah, I think I think you're right in that. Um, as I said, I, th- I think there'll be – I think it'd be good if they if they have tenth. Um, I just don't think Kevy's the guy. And and in defense, right? Like Tony Staggs brings it, bro. Like he's not one of these DJs yeah, who's just all offense, man. He looks for the shots, and and I assume that they'll. I don't know. I guess they'll play Adam Reynolds on the right, like he like he normally played at the Bunnies, which is Tony Staggs' side. And man, that'd be a dangerous like. And if if they had Capewell playing right right back row as well, man, that right yeah. edge would look would look good. Yeah, yeah, no, I completely agree with you. Completely agree with you. Um, I'm excited to see it. I'm excited to see them, the dogs, the sharks. preseason starting too, man. Everyone's getting locked in, bro. Season's gonna yeah. be here before we know it. Yeah, exactly, exactly. So you know, get your NRL hats on because we're gonna be covering NBA. We're gonna be covering NRL. And and it's going to be beautiful. And no one's going to leave us a voicemail. We're working hard. No one's leaving us voicemails, man. <laughs> Underappreciated. Voicemail. Please remember, anchor. Christmas is coming up, bro. Yeah, yeah. Dot FM, not dot com. Come on, not boys. Now you know. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Christmas is coming up. Leave us a voicemail. Share this to two of your friends. Um. You got anything else you want to touch on before we uh before we close up? We're running fucking long, man. Nah, I'm all good, man. Just here. a shout. Just a shout out to if you listen, man. If you got, if you want. If you want certain content from us, just let us know. Yeah, hit us up. Like, we got question time, but you want us to hit on certain things. Like, the NBA season's long. We're pretty flexible. We don't really, like, we don't really know what people are kind of after. We're doing what we do. If there's stuff mm. you want to hear, just tell us, man. If you've got random questions, you've got random things, send us links, send us articles. Get involved, boys. Like, well, we, we, we want to kind of make something for everyone. Mm, where you kind of exactly. listen, you hear, us, you hear us talk about your question, you hear us talk about your thing, and goddamn, leave us a voicemail. Yeah, leave us a damn voicemail. Now, Friday's episode, it's going to be later, okay? And you'll find out why throughout the week. No spoilers. We have a special guest coming on. You will have a photo or something on the socials telling you who it is in the coming days because we want your questions for that too. Just get involved. Get involved. Teamwork makes the dream work. Baby, That's it. Do it. That's it. All right. Well, at Fifth and Dribble on Instagram, at Fifth and Dribble on Twitter, anchor.fm slash Fifth and Dribble. Leave us a fucking voicemail, please. And share it with two of your friends. You can like them. You can hate them. I don't care. Just don't share it with two friends. You can just meet random people. I yeah, don't care. Exactly. Like, just go up to somebody on the street. Just go up on the street and say, hey, look at my phone and push your phone in their face or just better yet, put your, put your AirPods in their ear. I don't have AirPods. 
Neither do I. But if we have <laughs> people that listen that are rich, put your AirPods in there. If you're not, your rich, put your fake it. AirPods in there. Do exactly. what we do. Use fake AirPods. But yeah. either way, put whatever listening device you have in the in their ears. Yep. Do it. This is a quick legal disclaimer. You might get arrested if you do that. We do not claim any responsibility. But also, if you if, allegedly, yeah, just, allegedly just do it if you're not a bitch. Yeah, yeah allegedly, allegedly do it. Please. All right, my guys. Uh, really appreciate you listening. Thanks for coming for those who came. Uh, thanks for sharing for those who share. And thanks for giving five stars for those who give five stars. Locke, do you have any more holes that you need to plug, my friend? I'm all good, man. We'll be plugging left and right today. Easy. All right. Well, let's step left. Let's step right. Let's step right into bed because it is sleepy time. See you later, guys. And we'll see you in the next one.